Hi everyone! Because my topic ranges over so many areas, today I'm going to focus specifically around the reasons we eat meat, the meat industry, and slaughterhouses. First off, we're going to talk about how meat was the original, quote, brain food. Okay, so, so, okay, sorry. Um, People started eating meat around 2 million years ago, but that looked very different to what it is today. Back then, people used their hands, and as time went on, technology advanced for them to start using tools to hunt. The modern human brain is far larger, larger than that of other primates, but those big brains come at a cost in that, require, that they require tons of energy. And what's a food source that, they, that can give us tons of energy? Meat. Next, humans continue to eat meat because we like it, not because we need it. We crave meat today in part because our brains evolved on the African savanna and are still wired to seek out energy-dense sources of protein. It's similar to our um, penit for our penchant for sugar, a calorie-rich commodity to our foraging ancestors whose brains rewarded them for finding ripe fruit. But we also crave meat because of its cultural significance. To relate it back to today's world, think about religious holidays and our good friend, the fast food industry. Next, we'll talk about slaughterhouses. Basically, a slaughterhouse is a facility where animals are slaughtered, most often, though not always, to provide food for humans. Because of the need for meat by us, the meat industry has become less and less humane. Some of you guys have read a book called The Jungle by Upton St. Clair. A lot of middle school teachers tend to make their students read that, but for those who have not, it is basically a book telling you about the horrors of the meat industry and slaughterhouses in detail. This is one of the several reasons people at such a young age become fascinated by the realities of our meat industry, and there have been several instances in the past where people go undercover and enter the slaughterhouses and tell you exactly what goes on. By interviewing these people, we have learned that animals tend to live their life in dark, closed, grueling places, meaning no sun, no place to walk, no proper nutrients, etc. You would think that some of this could be regulated because of how inhumane it is, right? While there are some guidelines and regulations spelled out by the Humane Slaughter Act, requiring all animals to be put down and thus insusceptible to pain by some form, typically by electronic shock before undergoing any form of violent action, that really, but that really isn't the case. Because of the speed in which they are required to work, animals are routinely harmed and tortured with little to no care whatsoever, meaning being skinned, boiled, cut, and more, all while alive and conscious. Now, what about factory farming in general, not just within the slaughterhouses themselves? Did you know that animals are forced to grow up in three times faster than nature intended? This is mostly because of selective breeding and the use of weight-gaining drugs in feeding and feed. Animals are forced to grow at an alarming rate. Chickens weigh reach the weight desired for slaughter just 35 days on a factory farm today when it would normally take 90. They're also reaching that weight on less food, as in, as in the 15, 1950s, it took three pounds of food to produce a pound of meat, while now it's only 1.7. That is the same, that is also true in the pork industry, as pigs are usually killed at just six months of age. 
Also, did you know that newborn animals are routinely mutilated, meaning er, piglets are mutilated within the first two weeks of life by having their teeth clipped, nails cut off, testicle removes, and so much more. This is done without anesthetic and is incredibly painful to the animals. It is done to prevent the pigs from damaging themselves and each other when they become agitated and in distress due to their cramped living situations. Chickens have their beaks clipped for the same reason. Also, veterinary care is almost never administered to sick or injured animals. And lastly, did you know 90% of U.S. farm animals never get to express natural behaviors? Do your research, get educated, and let's stop this once and for all. Thank you for listening.